0: So today we want to introduce you to one of the most powerful tools that you can use in practicing the art of espousing.
1: And bonus for all you parents, you can leverage this tool with your kids as well.
0: Yeah, If you're in a place to take some notes, we would encourage you to do so. We know that this tool will be so helpful to you.
1: Hello, welcome to the Artist Spousing Podcast. Thank you for taking time to listen to the show. We know your time is so valuable, so we appreciate you spending time with us.
0: Yeah, we love meeting and talking to people who are regular listeners to the show. Your encouragement means so much to us, and we appreciate you sharing the podcast with your friends and family. There is no better promotion for the show than for someone who has found it beneficial to share it with someone that they love.
1: We believe that every marriage can move from mundane to a masterpiece. It requires intentionality, practice, and hard work, but the end product can be beautiful. Our goal with every single episode is we would give you tools that can help you in your marriage, not just survive, but thrive and move forward in strength.
0: So a couple things that we want to make you aware of. First, we just recently launched our website, artespousing.com, and you can find all the show notes to past episodes. We're also posting blog posts that go along with previous episodes as well. There also are some great resources that you can access on the site. So we'd Love for you to go and check it out. Again, it's artespousing.com. The other thing we want to update you on is that we are coming to the end of season two.
1: I can't even believe that we've done this many seasons.
0: I know it's been a lot of fun. I know it has. So we have two more episodes remaining, and then we're going to take a short break over the holidays. But during that time, we're going to be working on season three. So we're excited about some of the guests that will be with us next season, including Jimmy and Irene Rollins, Beth and Jeff McCord. They're the authors of Becoming Us. And we're also going to have Ted Lowe, the founder of Married People. And there's so many more guests that we're going to have. So we're really excited about that. We're also planning on bringing some great content that will encourage and strengthen your marriage. But we'd love to invite you to give us some input on topics that you think would be interesting for season three. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email us with your thoughts.
1: Okay, James, I'm ready to jump into today's topic. You were introduced to this tool while being a certified coach with the organization called Giant. So let's tell them a little bit about the tool.
0: Yeah. So I'm super excited about this. It's really one of my favorite frameworks, and it's all about empowerment. It's called the Support Challenge Matrix. And the reason this is so cool is because we have the opportunity Mm -hmm. as a husband and wife to empower one another and that we can live our best life. So what I want to do is I want to describe a picture.
1: Okay, so you know what? People, if they're driving and listening to this, they're going to have to create this in their imagination. Right,
0: but I will put this image in our show notes. I so they know, can go back I know, but it. if
1: they're driving, I'm just encouraging them already, get your brain prepared.
0: Yeah, imagine this. But if you are listening, you have a pencil I'm handing some paper in front of you, I'll describe it and you can draw it out for yourself. So if you draw a picture of a big plus sign with a vertical line representing support and the horizontal line, Representing Challenge. So bottom of the vertical to top of the vertical represents low to high support. And then left of the horizontal line to the right of the horizontal line is low to high challenge. So you had before quadrant drawing. Perfect. Each quadrant represents a different way that behavior is expressed in relationships. If you're imagining the picture in the top left-hand side, which represents high support and low challenge, the word is protector, okay? Okay. And at the bottom right corner, Corner is high challenge, low support. That word is dominator. At the bottom left, which is low challenge, low support is advocator.
1: Advocator. And that would be right under protector. Right. Because I'm not drawing this. I'm visualizing it in my You're head. You're doing such a good job. Okay.
0: And right above dominator in the top right-hand corner would be liberator. Okay. So how this works is if a person is a protector, that means that the way they interact with people is that they are high support. Super encouraging, mm-hmm. loving, you're doing a great job, doing a fantastic job, but they're bringing low challenge, which means that they're not pushing a person forward or, right. or calling things out that maybe would help the person be better. Right. Got it. A dominator would be a person who gives a lot of challenge, a lot of critique, a lot of pushing forward, mm-hmm. but doesn't give a lot of love or care or support. So everybody, all of us, everybody listening today operates naturally in one of those two areas that they're either naturally a protector mm-hmm. or naturally a dominator. So Lisa, which of those two resonate the most with you in our relationship?
1: Absolutely, 100% protector. Okay. So I am high support and low challenge. So James, you may disagree and with the low challenge aspect in our marriage relationship. Just kidding, not kidding. Because <laughs> you may be like, you challenge me all the time. That's but true. I am actually a natural protector, giving a lot of high support. But all in all, I'm a verbal encourager and obviously as an enneagram too i'm an overhelper strong advocate for others i have had to and will continue to work on balancing out by giving and providing more challenge right because i know that i'm mostly high support so i have to work on giving challenge which is why i would say in our relationship i've worked on that yeah. of being a bit more challenging which takes a little bit of energy for yeah me. and
0: that, that's a that's a great thought so you're naturally a protector my natural tendency is a dominator so i I am good at bringing challenge. If you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm an eight. Challenge is natural. That's mm-hmm. a core motivation for me. I have to really work hard at encouraging and bringing support. And one of the words that is really good to understand is the word calibrate. When we understand our tendencies, we can begin to calibrate the amount of support or challenge that we need to bring to our spouse. As a dominator, I know that I need to calibrate support. I need to bring enough support along with my challenge or my encouragement or my pushing on on you to make sure that you are empowered. So if we go back to the model for a second, everybody has a natural tendency to either be a protector or a dominator. Yes. On the other two extremes, we have advocator, low support, low challenge. Somebody who abdicates their leadership or abdicates their influence usually is a result of hurt, mm. uh, fatigue. They've just kind of given up. And in a marriage relationship, you can sometimes see this if they're indifferent or apathetic. If one a spouse or somebody's mm. apathetic in a relationship, they've abdicated their influence or their leadership.
1: Do you think they could be just exhausted from trying? Trying to make it work.
0: And then on the top right is Liberator. The point of this tool really is that everybody would strive to live in that Liberator quadrant. The way you do that is going back to calibrating. So the way that I can empower you as my wife Mm -hmm. to be all that you can be or to live to your fullness is in our interactions or in our dialogue or when I see an area that you could step into that I need to calibrate the right amount of challenge and support so that you can feel liberated, you can feel empowered.
1: So James, you're a natural dominator. It's important for me to bring more challenge than support to help liberate you or empower you. Is that right? Is that the way you're saying this? Yeah. Since I'm a natural high support, low challenge, I have to calibrate in coming to you with a bit more challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually a, a bit foreign to me because, um, and sometimes I come out a little hot on that right. trying to bring it.
0: You, you make a good point because what you need as a protector is Support. Right. What I need as a dominator is I need challenge, right? Correct. In order for you to empower me, to liberate me, it doesn't work to give me all the feels and like, oh, you're so great. And some of that's good, but yeah. there also needs to be a little bit of, hey, here's something that I see that maybe you don't see, pulling out a blind spot. And I, I resonate really well with that. In the same sense, if I come out very direct with you without first of all going, hey, you're doing a great job, we just had this conversation about Enneagram because you you're leaning into your eight Eight. voice and trying to access that. Mm -hmm. And I've said to you, Hey, I love that you're working on that, but here's something I see just, to be aware of. So I set it up, first of all, with support. I'm proud of you. You're yeah. doing a great job in this. But here's something you should see that sometimes if you're not careful, it comes across a little barky. Right. 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 If I just came out and said, man, the you're way barky. you're acting is just barky, you know, that's a dominator. If I got to calibrate enough support in the same way you can do the same thing with me is like, Hey, I'm glad you're working on, you know, your empathy, but here's something that in that last meeting, you really came across really hard. Right. I don't need as much support. I just really need to get to the point. Tell me where right. I can yeah. develop.
1: As you're saying this in my mind, picturing some of the couples we have walked alongside mm-hmm. of. So again, I often say this in many of our podcasts, this isn't gender specific. However, in our relationship, this is going to be what typically you think of women as being high support, low challenge. That's not actually true. It's a generalization. Right. It's not true. But in our relationship, that is the case is I'm trying to find my voice and I am trying to challenge a little bit more if you shut me down if you came back with you're barky and honestly you're rude and you don't need to talk to me you know if you right. were to come that way you would actually shut down my ability what i'm trying to grow in mm-hmm. and in challenge because it's not it's not comfortable to me so i think of some relationships where the man or woman is trying to grow in challenge and they're shut down right. that would actually shove someone into advocating their leadership in the relationship and yep. leveraging correct so the same would be true of you if you're trying to be empathetic and support when it's not natural to you. And if I'm like, "Are you manipulating me? Are you yeah. are you trying to angle me?" Right? Because you, you, it may not sound authentic yeah. to you. Just as me trying to challenge you may not feel really like my voice, and I may come in hot sometimes. Yeah, is that is that exactly right? right. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think we talked about this on the podcast before. This idea that you know yourself to lead yourself, mm-hmm. and these tendencies are so important to understand, so that that you can act intentionally instead of accidentally. Mm-hmm. If my tendency is to dominate, I can either constantly act accidentally and you suffer the consequences in the reality of that, or I can be intentional about calibrating mm-hmm. support that you need as my wife, to feel liberated and empowered. And there are consequences mm-hmm. to live in each one of these quadrants, whether that's protector, dominator, abdicator, or liberator. And we talked a little bit about these. I'd love for you to share a little yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, it really brings us to life. And you can see where the conflict or misunderstandings can come with these. So.
0: And growth in the relationship. I hope you found this helpful. I think it's a great tool. yeah, it's been a it. great discussion. Yep. Even having this with you, just learning again. I'm going to add these images of the support challenge matrix, and I'll I'll put the image of
1: protector quadrant can create a spirit of entitlement, and it also can create mistrust. That's right. So can you explain that just a little bit?
0: Yeah, in a situation of relationship if the protector is constantly like, "Oh, you're just so great. Oh, you're awesome. You're winning. You're fantastic. You're the best husband. You're the best wife there ever was." They can give a sense of like, "Hey, I'm doing great. Everything's fantastic. And my spouse, or and we can talk a little bit later about how this plays into even Mm -hmm. relationships with kids or Mm in-laws or whatever, Mm -hmm. can feel like everything's good. However, because a protector doesn't do a good job of bringing challenge, when they get frustrated, they can flip to the other side and kind of go, man, it's just so frustrating. We've been talking about this forever. And the spouse is going, we never talked about this before. And it can create mistrust in the relationship. Mm. Like what you're saying isn't really true. You don't really believe that, that I'm all that you say that I am, because now you're saying that there's some issues that you haven't told me.
1: I just was talking to a young bride the other day, Mm -hmm. and she's living in this land. And when she brought up something, it was a tension point. It was the first husband-husband, had heard about it in three years. Yeah, She's trying to find that challenge now, but her level of frustration is high. Yeah. Okay. So the dominator quadrant can cause a spirit of fear and can also feel a little bit like manipulation. Can yeah. you explain that?
0: Yeah. I think, you know, the same way that the dominator and protector live in these extremes, mm-hmm. a dominator can bring challenge. Oh, you should do this or you should do that. You're not doing this well enough. I wish you'd do this more. Mm. Or, you know, there are some marriage relationships that one person dominates the other person and it can create a sense of fear or apprehension or shying away from what happens with the dominator is when they sense that the person's pulling away from them or there's issues that they need to address mm-hmm. that they've lost the voice. They flip it and they're like, yeah, but you're so awesome. You know, or they'll talk to other people about their spouse. My wife is, she's the best, you know, she's incredible. Well, then it feels like what you said, manipulation. Right? Like you haven't said this to me before and now you're acting like i'm the best thing since you know sliced sliced bread sliced bread right (laughs) you know it feels like manipulation yeah
1: i like that that's that explains it well the advocator quadrant creates apathy and a lack of ownership and we touched on this just a few minutes ago a little bit but i'd love for you any any thoughts around that
0: Well, I I think if you ever sense yourself feeling like-
1: I can't say anything anymore. Yeah,
0: just giving up. I'm not going to challenge. I'm not going to support. Just apathetic. And we recently have even talked to some young couples that they've been in that situation where one is just like throwing their hands up and like, I give up. Well, it's because they've advocated- their leadership or their their voice in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it's really scary because it can lead to separation or isolation and apathy, circles of influence in the show notes and those discussion questions in the relationship. So yeah. it's really a dangerous place.
1: Right. And then the last quadrant, the liberation quadrant, creates empowerment and opportunity. You know what? One of the things I think about when you're talking about our relationship. When you started leveraging this supporting and making way, I could list really honestly hundreds of examples. Mm -hmm. But one that comes to mind is as I was needing to step into some hard conversations in my family to bring healing and my fatherless situation, 20 years of counseling. And then the counselor's like, I think you need to have a conversation. I'm like, I think I need to have a conversation. I told you that. And within 20 minutes, you had booked a flight for me. You supported me. You were waiting for me you weren't like pushing bullying but there you you seize the moment and I'm like i'm so proud of you lisa this is going to be great and it really empowered me liberated me to go but me ordering that ticket yeah Literally. So it can be verbal or it can be practical Directions, like that. yeah. Again, it was appropriate because you knew that I was at this readiness place. So you weren't pushing that on me. That when I went back to school, you helped me, mm-hmm. you know, helped give support to me and champion me verbally. But really when it comes down to it, so a lot of those, a lot of the things that I see that you do, they are verbal, but it's really practical in my life because I can get hung up on what do I do next? Yeah. And you help just make that happen.
0: Yeah. And I think the same way that the way that you liberate me or you empower me as, as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a leader is, again, knowing that there's areas, there's blind spots that mm-hmm. I have. in several years ago, that was a big crisis point for mm-hmm. us was my own personal blind spots after I worked on those things, you were always there to affirm and support and acknowledge the change and the growth that mm-hmm. I had in my life. But at the same time, you brought real challenge, challenge. to me kind of going, you don't hey, know what, you don't know. You, don't what know. you don't
1: know. What you don't know is going to hurt someone because your face, you need to pass through your face right now, James Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> you need yeah. to pass through your face. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it, it really does. It, it creates mm-hmm. this place of empowerment, of opportunity. I think there's things that, you know, like you said, going back to school mm-hmm. that, and that's where the big idea of this tool is when you understand the two extremes of protector and dominator if you know where you are then you can begin to calibrate to get to liberate yeah liberate and if both husband and wife are in that quadrant of Seeking to liberate Mm -hmm. the idea of liberation too is that you're, you're fighting for the highest good Mm. of the person. So if as a husband to you fighting for your highest good, then it's always going to open up opportunities for empowerment and opportunity and blessing in your life. The same way, if you're always focused on fighting for my highest good, you're going to know how to challenge me, how to support me in a way that's going to liberate me.
1: I love it. I love it. I would just want to reiterate in the show notes, people can get this construct. You can see it. I think it's going to be a great tool to kind of set in live in process it maybe print that out listen to the rewind listen to this rewind yeah. that's we don't even have rewind anymore james that's a cassette tape but you know what i mean listen back and just yeah. contemplate think about how that is and maybe some situations around that it would yeah. be really healthy for your relationship well if
0: it's okay if i can take it one step further i think a great way to take this tool outside of marriage especially those who are listening who are parents ah uh, yeah is to take the same construct And overlay it with your family. What do your kids need? We have three kids, Mm -hmm. and Lisa, each one of our kids actually needs to be calibrated support and challenge differently, right? Right,
1: right. When I think of our kids, I think there are seasons and situations that require a unique calibration. I mean, obviously, different ages or seasons of life. So often with Alex, I provide a lot of support. She's our oldest. As Mm -hmm. an adult, she needs processing of ideas and decisions. And really, it's my mental space and my language that I give support to her. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. I can see why you would think that. But then I actually do leverage challenge. And I may say, cause I know it needs to be a little bit of both. Are you open to an idea? Mm-hmm. Because I, and she would say, yes, I would invite myself because she's an adult. Are you open to an idea that you may want to see this differently? And she may say, yes. So then I offer a bit of a challenge, yep. but she's initiated this conversation. Parker is our son, the middle. I provide primarily support to him with a little smidge of challenge and this is probably because he's 23 and he's a young adult and moving in and transitioning he's crushing it but he needs like me a little bit more practical right support
0: so you've calibrated what he needs you're bringing which is natural to you're you bringing a lot of support to parker Mm -hmm. because that's what he needs he's He doesn't need a lot of challenge. He needs more support than challenge right now.
1: However, I will still look for the opportunity to challenge him so that it's not all support because I know as a parent if I give only support to him and I never give a little push mm-hmm. then I'm going to cripple him as a man. Yeah. And I'm not interested in doing that. There is some tension, natural tensions that should happen. So, but again, I usually invite is is it okay if I give you a little bit of a yep. push on how you're thinking there? I do have a lot of verbal support of him, but I do have practical support for him. Yeah. Now, our Adeline who's 17, mm-hmm. she needs a lot of challenge. She does. She is your daughter. Mm -hmm. If there was a cookie cutter and we just cut and then made another person yeah. but just happens to mini be me. yeah mini you in a female form she's a really strong girl she's incredibly smart when i said seasons at the beginning that's what i mean by in this season she is 17 so she really knows a lot or mm-hmm. she thinks she, she does. knows everything she actually knows As a matter of fact if anyone needs any any life questions answered she probably could answer exactly. them exactly no, i'm just teasing she really is a smart girl but she's just 17 she hasn't had life experience know, right. but her personality because she is a dominator, I have to really come with that. Right. And I think you could probably explain, and I'm open for you to do this, if I give her too much support Mm -hmm. without challenge, because you know what it feels like, how that would feel. And you've seen it. You've seen me do that in the backfire that comes. Well, it's just
0: interesting as we're talking about this now, it hit me that it actually is easier relationally for you with Parker and Alex Mm -hmm. than it is with Addie. And part of that is because
1: are wiring.
0: They speak your language. They're yes. both protect naturally protectors. Alex is a little has a little bit more dominant. Mm-hmm, but she's, to her, she's but grown she matured. she needs a lot of support. It is interesting that I think sometimes a lot of your frustration with Addie is because you're trying to communicate in your language of protect or support, 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 and she's not resonating with it. And so when she doesn't move the way you want her to, it becomes very frustrating to you because you haven't been able to figure out how to leverage or calibrate the challenge that she needs. For me, Addie's probably the easiest one for me to... Empower. That's why you
1: get to do all the hard work with her, James.
0: <laughs> because I can, I can bring challenge mm-hmm. and that's natural to me. Here's a great thing too. I was just thinking the great thing about marriage mm-hmm. is that, you know, for Parker and Alex, we complement one another. So, you know, we're put together for a purpose, mm-hmm. even for our kids. Right. And the two should become one. The the combination of your support and my challenge in our kids' lives really matters. Yeah, And the same thing with Addie. I can bring the challenge for her, but you balance a lot of that with the support. And so I think it's really important as husband and wife, if you have kids, to start talking about how can we liberate mm-hmm. our kids. kids? What do they need? How can we come together. And maybe if there's a child like Addie who needs a lot of challenge, maybe one of the parents, you know, like myself will take more of the front on bringing that challenge. And it's it's calibrated together as a couple with support.
1: Yeah, it made me think of a recent coaching situation where she needed a little bit of challenge. I tend to use a lot of words, Mm -hmm. um, which is I'm trying to show a lot of support before I, I deliver the punch of the challenge. And really, I don't know if the supplies. In this whole situation, mm-hmm. but basically we made the decision that you were going to disseminate the new protocols for the house and social media yeah. because I would be like, this is the reason why and I want you to know you're great mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, you're like, like no. no, you're not having that. We're, you're not going to get that app back on there. And it just was. And she's fine with it. And she's fine with it. And she. Was, but if I would have done that with all that high support, it would have exhausted her and irritated me by the end of the whole time. Matter of fact, that's real talk, James Duvall. <laughs> that's
0: real talk so this is a great tool if mm-hmm. you know if you think about like circles of influence flowing out you lead yourself first if you're in the center and the concentric circles coming out yourself in the center family friends after that community whatever that is your your workplace and you can actually kind of scatter plot what you do in each of those areas. Because there's places that I'm more of a protector than I am a dominator. There are places that I abdicate and there's places that I liberate. So the idea is that I want to be a liberator in all my spheres of influence. But it starts, honestly, first of all, with me as an individual drawing the circle around myself and calibrating support and challenge to myself.
1: So can you give an example of where you advocate like i mean it could be leadership or whatever but it would it would be great to understand what that practically looks like so that we can someone can translate that into their life home life married life parent life work life
0: you know to be honest i think there have been seasons in our marriage that i have advocated in parenting like i have to focus so hard with with work that i'll come home tired and i'll just kind of like whatever yeah whatever you know
1: in that moment you're not providing support or challenge no Okay. Apathetic, right?
0: Sounds terrible, but I think it's real. It's real. I think Mm -hmm. everybody has places that seasons of fatigue or whatever. You know, I think naturally for me, the place I've never really struggled with liberation is with you in a relationship.
1: Even before you knew this construct, even before, our, yeah. Your, yeah, even as a dominator and an Enneagram 8, there was something, just God's grace on us, right. that you were always encouraging in that way. Yeah.
0: Right? I don't know. How about you? Any place that you would.
1: I think maybe some of my advocating comes in my work life mm-hmm. more than it does in marriage, because I do feel like you opened the door for me to be a challenge when I need to. So I don't feel like I can't challenge in our marriage relationship and or if I see something in leadership with you, you know, you're right. So I would say, would you agree? That's probably where I do that most.
0: Yeah, I could see that you can mm-hmm. do that for sure. Yeah,
1: because with kids, I'm going to always be high support. And so I'm always going to be up in the protect yeah. I, I, If I err on anything, I don't advocate with them. I provide too much support without enough challenge with all of them. Yeah. And so I grow weary of sometimes organization, issues that go along with any organization you work at. And those things, I become weary in it. So then I just give up. And it's really, like you said, it's all about me. It's not about, this is like that whole idea of like, wherever you go, there you are. Like, it wouldn't matter if I picked myself up out of this church environment, put myself at Kellogg's corporate offices. I always say Kellogg's corporate offices. I don't know why Kellogg. maybe I really want cereal. I haven't had cereal in a long time. Anyway, I think there I would be, I would get exhausted with organizations organizational minutiae and probably grow weary and advocate leadership. So I really am saying it's not about where I work. It is about, Myself.
0: Yeah. So as we wrap this up, let me just recap. Okay. And then I think you have maybe some questions. I think some discussion oh, yeah. that we can give sure. couples. But if you just remember the two extremes, protector, dominator. Dominator is high challenge, low support. Protector is high support, low challenge.
1: And the two other ones are the result of either or. Yeah,
0: okay. the result of either or. Every single person listening lands naturally. Their tendencies. is either going to be a protector or a dominator. Determining what that is is going to help you know how to liberate everybody in your sphere of influence, especially your spouse, your most important relationship.
1: I love it. So here are a few questions you can use with your spouse to discover how to calibrate the support and challenge that you both need to liberate one another. So here it goes. Number one, how do you experience me in our relationship? Now you have to be pretty strong and in a good, good space. You don't make sure that you've eaten. You're not hungry before you ask this question or or super tired. But what does challenging me look like for you to feel empowered? So the second question, what does challenge from me look like for you to feel empowered? And then the third question is, what does support from me look like for you to feel empowered?
0: Yeah. And we'll put those in the show notes too, as well.
1: Yeah. If you really want to get vulnerable, if you are a protector, you can, ask, have there been ways that I have created mistrust because of my lack of misuse of challenge? Mm. So that for me as a protector, I would ask you, Mm -hmm. James, have there been ways that I've created mistrust and the lack of misuse of challenge? Now, this other is if you are a challenger, so James would ask me, have there been ways I have made you feel fearful or manipulated because of my lack or misuse of support? That does take it, double clicks it into some serious vulnerability. This conversation would be so incredibly helpful and take your relationship to the next level.
0: And wow, when you can humbly and honestly ask, what's it like to be on the other side Mm. of me, there can be tremendous healing. But yeah, it's going to be really helpful to you.
1: Yeah. We'd love to hear your thoughts and answer any questions you have about what we've shared. You can email us at hello at artistspousing or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at artistspousing.
0: Remember to subscribe to our new monthly newsletter. You can sign up with the link in the show notes or you can email us at hello at artist spousing.com and just say, sign me up and I will take care of the rest.
1: You are not going to miss next week. I'm so excited. We have another great young couple. I love that we've added some of these young couples. I feel encouraged and I feel younger, James, that's right. being around them. Chris and Jasmine Cato on the show talking about all things Enneagram. We had Chris's parents on the show, Michelle and Brandon, a couple weeks ago. So we're excited to hear what they've learned in their marriage. So have a great week and we will see you next time. On the art espousing podcast until then bye bye